Is they cheating? Of course they're cheating. Hear the whole story on War of the Roses right now on KDWB. Thursday morning, 735, and um, everybody's favorite, War of the Roses, is on KDWB with a brand new couple uh, about to embark on a journey that they will never forget. <laughs> Only one of them knows that they are about to embark on this journey that they'll never forget, and that person right now is Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi, good morning. Kind of a romantic uh, intro for War of the Roses. I think it's lovely. And sometimes they don't always turn out that romantic. Sarah, tell us why you want to do War of the Roses on your boyfriend, Kevin. Well... Uh, okay. Well, gosh, where do I start? That's one of those, uh, so huh? We've been, <laughs> we've been together for five years, and we both, we have children, but each of us have children from a previous relationship, so we have, you know, kind of brought these two families together. We're like oh, a Brady bunch. okay. And, um, we've been together for five years. We live together, and, oh my gosh, my heart is, my heart is fluttering. That's okay, okay. Um, that's okay. Let me, let me ask you this one. Are you, now you've been together for five years. Some people would say, okay, you got the kids living together. You're all together. Five years. I mean, let's make a move on this one. Has he said anything? Have you talked about getting married? Uh, yeah. You sound like my mom. Um, Thank you. Yes. It, 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 unfortunately, it seems like when we bring up that word and that, that thought, we both were, were burned pretty badly in our previous divorces. And so... It's always just been like, oh, well, you know, that that turned out so horribly. Why everything here is going just great? Why do we have to add that layer in and, yep. you know, possibly, you know, make it a mess again? And, Some and, people feel and, that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and I, you know, my divorce was horrible. So I, uh. I do understand that. But um, five years is like tick, tick. Um, anyway, so about a year into our relationship, he did... Ray, uh, for lack of a better word, he I caught him cheating with some other girl, and basically I caught him, you know, the, the way you catch a dude on his cell phone. It was text messages and a phone number, and I was like, "Who's this girl?" And I called it, and you know how that mm-hmm. thing turned out. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, I was like, "Hey, you need to change your number and like get rid of this phone." So and stop seeing her. Right. Well, and, yeah, on, on the back end of stop seeing her. Yeah. Totally, yes. So um, he did stop seeing her, so he says, and he did, so he says, get rid of the phone. Um, but the past couple months for us has just not been good. It's just been really, we are fighting all the time and about the dumbest things. And you all, they always, you know how they say, like, the fight is never really about the fight. Like, yeah. you know. I'm not really that upset that you didn't fold the towels and hang them back up on the towel bar. Like, there's something else behind it, and it just comes off. And so I may have called the number that I may have saved from the girl. Okay. And- you called, so you <laughs> called his old number. Why would you call his old number? Because um, things were off, and I just wanted to, just wanted to scratch that itch and figure out if that's what was going on. And lo and behold, that number rings to a voicemail that still has his voicemail on it oh no oh my god are you serious ringing so no wait a second so it rings to him saying hey this is kevin i'm not here leave a voicemail are you serious no i'm I'm, i wish i wasn't serious i'm serious and And so he hung on to this old phone yeah have you i don't know where it is i'm I'm gonna assume it's probably we have a detached garage that has like our workout space in it so i'm going to assume but it's probably out there somewhere. I mean, it's obviously not ringing out loud, but it shouldn't ring at all. I shouldn't be able to hear his voicemail on the other end. So okay, I'm right. Now, that's weird. Um, have, have you asked him? I mean, 
the simplest solution would be to ask him, hey, Kevin, I'm calling this old voicemail, and it's still got your voice on there. Oh, I did ask him because I was mad. And he basically just said he has no idea why his voicemail is still on that phone, and it must be, you know, it must be the phone company is correct. Now, see, this is a good um, route for guys to go because when you're caught with something that's absolutely dead, I mean, it seems like it's perfect evidence against you, you can always say, I have no idea how that happened. Yep. But there must be some logical explanation for it. His explanation is that it must be the phone company's mistake. Uh, well, you know, they make they make enough mistakes that I guess he thinks that's a plausible, I, I don't know. But So we got the phone, we got the cheating, we got the other things that might show that he's cheating. But there's one thing that I saw in your email that involves toilet paper. Can you... <laughs> Can you hold on for one second, and before we call him, will you tell us the toilet paper story? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you all about it. Okay, you got to hear the story, but we'll, t- we'll do that before we call Kevin on part two. Back to the War of the Roses on the Dave Ryan Show on KDWB. All right, so we're talking to Sarah on War of the Roses, and Sarah is uh, dating a guy named Kevin. They actually, they're more than dating. They live together. They live together. They blended their families. They both have kids from previous marriages. Um, And a few years ago, about four, three or four years ago, she busted him cheating with another woman. She found stuff on his phone. She says, dump this other woman. Get rid of her. Get her out of your life. Change your phone number. So he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, change the phone number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she got suspicious because he's acting weird. She called that old phone number, and lo and behold, it has his voicemail still on it. And this has been years, because you said you caught him about a year or so into your relationship. You've been together for five years now. Yeah. So how long has that... Yeah. Okay, so you asked him about why is your voicemail still on your phone from four years ago, and he said, uh, must be the phone company's fault. Not my fault. I got no idea. Pretty much, right? Yeah. Tell us about the toilet paper story, because you had a plan. Tell me how your plan went with toilet paper. Uh, okay, well, basically, um, we have our master bedroom and bathroom is on the first floor. Second floor is where the guest room slash office is and the guest bathroom. When the kids are here, they stay in there, you know, that kind of thing. But we never really go up there. That bathroom is just really for the kids. Um, so we, to my knowledge, neither he nor I, I never use it. Uh, so the last um, the last few weeks, I've been working the night shift at the hospital, and he is working the day, so we are just, like, completely opposite schedules. Um, so I just, my spidey sense was up, I guess. Uh, so basically, I, I tore off one piece of toilet paper and put it in the toilet to see if anybody was going to flush that toilet. Oh, okay, gotcha. Okay, so if the toilet paper's there, nobody's been there. If the toilet paper's gone... You are jumping to the conclusion, and maybe rightfully so, that somebody had sex in an adjoining bedroom, went to the bathroom in there, and therefore flushed the toilet, proving that he's had a woman to the house. Wow. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's it. This is this is part genius and part crazy. I mean, you can see how this is. I mean, right. genius, because who would have thought of the toilet paper and the toilet thing? Yeah. And now women all over the Twin Cities are going to be using this trick. It will only work, well, though, with the bathroom that no one uses. If it's like you have one bathroom, the then obviously that wouldn't prove it. anything. And you don't we use don't that bathroom? Use no. It's really just for the kids or if we have guests. So, honestly, we never use it. Um, or at least I thought he never used it. So I even asked him. I was like, hey, are you suddenly using the kid's bathroom? Maybe he is. I don't know. 
And he's like, oh, never mind. I never go up there. Okay. So Somebody now, with the and evidence of the phone, the now it's all kind of like building a case against poor Kevin here because he, first of all, he, uh, with the phone, uh, with the acting weird, with his history of cheating, and now with the toilet paper vanishing from the unused bathroom. And our kids aren't here. That's and your kids aren't thing. here. Our children right. were with their other, yeah, we're, we're at their other parents. All right. So, well, let's do this. It is now time. mystery person. Okay. It is now time to call Kevin and find out who he wants to send roses to. Because we'll do the whole ploy with the roses and who you want to send them to. And hopefully he'll say you because, I mean, he does live with you and your kids live together. And I yeah. hope this all works out. I mean, no seriously, kidding. let's let's yeah. find out. Let's call him right now. Do you have any idea what Kevin's cell phone provider is? Uh, his cell phone provider. Uh, well, one, we have, uh, we're, we're on a, a, a plan. Okay. Okay, gotcha. All right, here we go. Hello. Hi, is this Kevin? Yes, it is. Hello. Hi, Kevin. This is Jane. But what the? How are you doing today? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Kevin, I won't take up much of your time. You were selected at random to participate in a survey with us today. And it's just two quick questions. If you can take it, we can get you a nice incentive of a dozen long stem romantic roses for free. And we'll send those to anywhere or anyone anywhere in the country at no cost to you. Do you have time for the survey? Uh, Sure. Great. On a scale of one to 10, 10 being the best, how would you rate your services with us? Um, I'd, I'd say like a seven. Perfect. And on a scale of 1 to 10, again, 10 being the best, what is the likelihood you'll renew your services with us? Um, I'd say probably a 7 as well. Okay, great. Um, now, like I said, that's the entire survey. We can get you a dozen long stem romantic roses to send to anyone, anywhere in the country. No cost to you. I just need a name. Who would you like to send those to? Um, can you send them to Amy? And... Um, you get to attach a note to that. What would you like the note to say? Um, okay, give me a second here. How about, uh, miss you, can't wait to spend some more time with you soon? Perfect. Kevin, is it, is it, did it occur to you that you maybe should send those roses to the woman you live with? Maybe send them to Sarah instead of Amy? Yeah, Kevin. Kevin, yeah, let me explain what's is. going on here. I know this is kind of weird. It's going to throw you for a loop. It does every week on War of the Roses. Um, we are actually not your phone company. We're not your cell phone company. We don't have any roses for you, and we certainly don't have a card. What no. we are is we're the Dave Ryan Show on the radio over at KDWB, and we're just curious if you're going to send roses to somebody, wouldn't want to send those roses to the woman that you live with, you share a house with. Um, and here's one other thing that you should know is that your your girlfriend... Sarah is the one who put us up to this because she wanted to find out if you were seeing Amy. Let me ask you a question. Are you still with me, bro? Are you still there? Uh, yeah, I'm here. All right. Here. Is Amy the girl that you were seeing a few years ago that Sarah asked you to change your phone number? It is the same girl, yes. Um, it's not the same oh, relationship. We're, we're friends. I mean, we've maintained contact, yes. Oh, God. I know it sounds bad, and yeah. it's probably... And one other thing you should know is Sarah is on the phone listening to the whole thing right now. Oh, oh okay. Sarah is. Listen, babe, I, I got to tell you, it's not at all what it seems. I know not, it babe. probably sounds a lot worse than it is. It's not. Amy, really, you swore. You swore to me. You got rid of that phone. You swore to me. You changed your number. Do you still have really? the phone? I mean, the phone that you got 
uh, uh, you know, years ago that you were contacting Amy on and you said you changed the number. Do you still have that phone? I mean, you still have that number? I, I'm not going to talk about this right now. Um, I can talk about it with you later. Okay. Okay. I've talked about it before, but it's never a good time then either. No, it, it's fine. You can me? certainly talk about it. What about, I let I me ask you this question. I, ha- I have a question for you because I'm curious. Was Amy in the guest room? Were you with Amy in the guest room at any time? Because she, Sarah did a little trick. She planted a piece of toilet paper in the toilet, and the toilet paper wasn't there the other day. So the toilet was used, and I think everybody wants to know if Amy was over at the house. I'd love to know if Amy was at my house. Was she? That's definitely Did something we can discuss tonight. Were you, were you with Amy in, our, in the bedroom where our children stay? Was she using our guest bathroom? I don't think this is the right forum to discuss that. I'll definitely talk about it with you tonight and go over everything. I think it's the perfect so that, that way you can calm down a little bit and I can explain it and rationalize because there's a perfect explanation for it, but I, oh, I don't want it to. There's a perfect rational explanation and I'm being irrational. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what's going on. Well, um, you can you at least give me the benefit of the doubt and trust me on this one. How about that? Well, it doesn't sound like he wants to. It doesn't sound like he's going to talk about it until he gets home. So, I mean, maybe at least, you know what, I'm, I'm not a therapist, but maybe at least hear him out and see what he comes up with to explain this away by the end of the day when you guys are home later on today. You mean when he has all day long to figure out an explanation and a way to get out of it? Yeah. I was thinking exactly the same thing. That way he's got all day long to think, okay, man, all right. Whew. I've talked my way out of this several times. I'm really good at BS. Uh-huh. Oh, man, no, that won't work. So he's going to be working today on what to tell her later. So I will only tell you, it's your choice whether you believe him or not. I mean, really, I think sometimes we choose to believe the lies that somebody tells us because that's easier. It's easier yeah. sometimes, right? Well, because you want to so, believe them, yeah. Like, you know, the, the girl that I dated that was obviously cheating because I found evidence. But it's easier because you have a choice. You have two mm-hmm. choices. You can either end everything and say, I am done. I'm going to go start my life over again, and I'm all done with you. Or you go, oh, I still love them. Well, you want 100% like physical, tangible evidence. I mean, I went through that in a relationship before. I want, I needed the tangible evidence. And it was funny because the moment I got it, it was like a relief. I was done thinking about it. I didn't have any sadness. It was just, I'm like, okay, bye. But I needed that because if not, I would have continued wondering forever, you know? See, mine, mine was a little bit different because I've found out, you know, listen, I've cheated and I've been cheated on. Um, uh, but when you find out for certain that somebody is cheating, there's about three seconds of, aha, I caught you. And then you go, oh, yeah, that really hurts. All right, let's find out from a guy who's been down this road with thousands of clients and he's always got a war story is our friend Jonathan Fogel who is a family lawyer and he's with FogelFamilyLaw.com you can get free consultation and we'll tell you how to get that coming up in a couple of seconds we're never encouraging divorce we always hope it works out but if you know tons of couples go down that road so if you need help Jonathan is there to help you out good morning counselor Good morning. How are you guys? Good, I'm doing you? good. I have COVID. I've got the COVID. I'm home with the COVID, but I should be okay. I'm feeling great. I look even better. And uh, what? Well, well, you know what? <laughs> don't don't roll your eyes. Fallon, I'm glad you. I wasn't going to say anything, Fallon. I'm glad you said something. Jonathan, I was, I was not to change the subject from Dave's good looks. Uh, you going to the fair this year, Jonathan? I I am going to the fair. When I you, am going to the fair. I'm very excited about it. When are you going? Can people see you? And what food items will you be eating first? 
Well, I'm going to be there twice. I'm going to go this Sunday, and I'm going to go next Friday with my kids. But I always go right to the sweet corn. That's my mm. number oh, one choice. go-to. Do you bring floss with you? <laughs> you know what? That's a great idea. I floss once a year right before I go to the dentist. <laughs> Good call. Good call. The hygienists love you. Yeah. Fogle should have a booth set up, free divorces, and you would have a mile-long line. <laughs> There'd be people coming to the fair just to meet Jonathan. That would Let's be hilarious. Find out, what did you make of this weekend's uh, of this week's story on War of the Roses, Jonathan? Well, I can tell you, I've, I've never um, had a divorce story that has um, related to toilet paper necessarily. Although I was intrigued, but <laughs> yeah. it, there is a book actually out there called "Divorced Over Toilet Paper," which is about how people entering into marriage are like ill-equipped to sustain healthy relationships, and something as minuscule as how to hang the toilet paper roll can cause a rift in a relationship. Now, I don't think that's minuscule. We all know you got to roll over the top, not always, underneath. Always. That's a given, right? Yes, absolutely. But I, I, I've, I've always thought that people that are entering in divorce or entering the marriage, sorry, should have a class about what happens if they get divorced, right? I mean, not about how to succeed, save your marriage necessarily, but what happens in a divorce? Because I uh, think yeah. it would cause people to think about it before they go into a marriage and really be, go in with eyes wide open mm-hmm. rather than going in thinking, oh, we just love each other and everything will work out. I mean, that's idealistic. That's that's kind of how you want to go in, but, I mean, it's a little bit idealistic. So what's the name of that book again? Divorced Over Toilet Paper? That's Yeah, Divorced Over Toilet Paper. Yeah. Okay, that's funny. Um, yeah. So what can we what can we learn if you are going through anything? What's a takeaway that we can all learn from this? Well, I mean, Fallon brought it up. Minnesota State Fair starts today, which made me think of how property is divided in divorce. Now, let me let me deal with the segue here. I got you. Yes, right? <laughs> Go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In Minnesota, property is divided fair and equitably. That's the segue, right? That's see what I did there. Mm. So fair, fair and equitably. Okay, fair and equitably. And so, what does that mean, right? People think, well, I should get half. Well. Fair and equitable doesn't always have to mean it's divided equally, but generally speaking, those two are synonymous. But in Minnesota, the courts can divide things disproportionately if they fear, feel that it's more fair and equitable. So if someone ran up debt without the other person's knowledge and didn't use it for family purposes, the court can say, well, that's not fair to make that person pay. Or if somebody um, would need more of the property to pay bills or more of the income to pay bills moving forward, it's whatever is fair and equitable. And so that is where the gray area comes in with divorces. How is that determined in each case? How I feel it might be fair and equitable might be different than someone else. And that's where the courts come in and have to make that decision. Okay, well, try, don't try to navigate all this yourself. Get a great attorney like Jonathan Fogel. Uh, get your consultation from Fogel Family Law. Uh, an initial phone consultation is always free, right? Always free, yep, and in person, Zoom, or phone. I'm doing all now. Okay. Okay, and if you decide, like, you want to make the move, then Jonathan is your attorney, and you'll be glad that you chose somebody with 26, 27 years of experience and has seen it all and will walk you through the whole process. Again, we're never encouraging that, but, you know, it's kind of like we don't encourage broken bones either. They just happen sometimes. Wow, so okay, good one. You That's can right. use that slogan, That's... Jonathan. You can use that. I will. I will. I will. I use, I use the insurance, right? You buy a car, you buy insurance. You don't want your car to get in an accident, but you have that insurance just in case. Mm-hmm. That's what it is.
Jonathan Fogel online, Fogel Family Law, F-O-G-E-L, Fogel Family Law. Jonathan, have a great weekend at the fair, and we'll talk to you next week, okay? You too. Feel better, Dave. We'll see you out there. Thanks, John.